Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty-bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and hopefully you can too. I'm your host, Sean Townley. Today we're going to talk about credit score. A credit score is a number assigned to a person that indicates to lenders their capacity to repay a loan. These are tracked by credit bureaus, and credit bureaus collect and store financial data about you that is submitted to them by creditors such as lenders, credit card companies, and other financial companies. So there used to be a lot more credit bureaus, but they've kind of consolidated down over the years. And now there's the three. There's Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. So if you try to go get credit somewhere, chances are whoever you're trying to get credit from is going to check with one of these three, or all three, could be, you know, you just don't know which one they're going to do. They're going to check your credit score with them. So Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Credit scores are broken into different ranges. Then there is zero to 300. And in this case, if you're zero to 300, then you are going to have little or no credit. So if you're starting out, you're new, maybe just became an adult, and you haven't had a chance because normally you don't get credit before you're 18 years old. So if you're 18 years old, you don't have any credit history, typically you're going to fall in this category. It's it's no fault of yours. It's just that you don't have any history going forward or you have very little credit. So in the beginning, you may want to investigate on ways to get your credit up quickly. And then from 300 to 579, that's considered poor credit. So if you do have credit history, but you have a, a history of not paying your bills on time or maybe even you, you had to go to collections a few times, you may end up in this range, the 300 to 579. So you don't want to be there. And then beyond that, 580 to 669, that's considered fair credit. And there's a pretty good portion of the population that's probably going to be here. And you know, this, you're going to get some, some people that are going to lend you credit, but they may not give you the best rates that they offer because you're just kind of in the middle. You, you're okay, but you're not always on time. You're not always, maybe you have late payments or you've had to pay some fees in the past. Beyond that, going to 670 to 739, you have good credit. Here you're going to get a better rate going forward and you are going to probably get a little bit better deal and it's going to save you some money in the long run. But you typically pay your bills on time. Every once in a while you may have slipped up, but that's okay. I mean, we're all human. And then beyond that, if you want to get into the 740 to 799, this is very good credit. So here you're going to start to see where you're going to be able to get the best rates when you purchase things or if you borrow money from a lender. So you want to strive to be in this range. And then beyond that, 800 to 850, that's excellent credit. I mean, that's typically you always pay your bills on time. You you have a lot of credit. You're not using it. You're not leveraging it, a whole bunch of it. And so you're a fairly low risk for borrowing money. Typically, these are are the best rates that you could possibly get. Whatever the lender is offering, you're going to get the best rates if you are above 800. So that's where you want to strive to be. So why does your score matter? As we were talking about, when you borrow money, it's cheaper. The higher your score, the the, the less you're going to have to pay to borrow money. Going And, and you know, rental applications, sometimes it, it may not seem fair, but people will look at your credit score to see how creditworthy you are. If you're going to rent something, obviously they want to get paid too. So it, if you have a better credit score, you, you have a better chance of maybe getting approved for a rental going forward. Credit card approvals and rates. I mean, credit card rates are typically pretty high in general, but if you want to get the best rate that the company is going to offer you, the higher the score is going to be better. Insurance. This is one that you know I've kind of scratched my head about in the past, 
but evidently if you have better credit, you can get better insurance rates. So evidently, I guess there's some tie to you paying your bills on time and having a good credit history, whether you know, you don't have a lot of accidents, I guess, or if you're less of a risk. I'm not sure how they, they do that, but um, I guess some actuary out there figured out that there was a correlation between having good credit and you know insurance risk going forward and then employment so some employers don't want to hire you if you have bad you know credit maybe you know you could be a risk of maybe they're worried about you you taking some money from the company or using company money to to help pay yourself or or pay off some of your bills and that's going to be frowned upon so yeah you don't want to do that either so if you keep your credit up your credit score up and then, you know, it's not going to affect these things, but it definitely will affect it. And, and, and companies will definitely check it. So make sure you understand what your number is going forward. So how do you affect your score? And this is from Experian. This is one of the credit bureaus that I was talking about before. Uh, 35% is payment history. So just paying your bills on time is 35% of your score. So any credit that you do have, you want to make sure that you're paying it in a timely manner, that you're not going to collections or it's late because they're gonna report that to the Bureau. So 35% of your score is that. Uh, 30% is amounts owed. So right right now we're already at 65%. So if you have like say $10,000 worth of credit, but you're only using like 1,000 or $1,500, that's gonna look much more favorable as opposed to someone who's gonna have $9,000 and they're only, they're only able to borrow 10,000, right? So that means you're highly leveraged. You know, if something happens in your life, you may not be able to pay your, pay your bills. So that's gonna hurt your credit score going forward. And then length of credit, we talked a little bit about the history. You know, when you first get your credit, you have little or no history. Well, that's 15% of your score. So it's not a huge number, but it does impact your overall number going forward. So the, when you open a credit card, you want to make sure you don't close them right away. You want to make sure that you keep them open for a decent amount of time. In fact, on your credit report, you're going to see how long that you've kept credit open, you know, how long you've kept cards and stuff. And that's going to factor into your credit score going forward. So Make sure that when you do open an account, it's something you intend to keep for a long time, you know, 10 years plus probably, and that you're, you're going to pay it on time going forward. And then there's a couple of, uh, couple of other categories. So 10% is also a credit mix. So the type of credit you have, whether you have a loan for a house or a car or credit cards, or if you have a personal loan, or the, the type of credit mix is 10% of your score and then new credit. So any, anything that's pretty new on your record, they're going to kind of take a look at that and that's going to figure in 10%. So you, you actually have control over your score if you understand what these percentages are. But as you can see, making your payments on time and making sure that you keep, you don't leverage all of your credit all at once is really going to help you keep that credit score up. So best practices. So make make payments on time. I mean, it, it just doesn't get much simpler than that. If you're going to have credit, you need to make sure that you're responsible enough to pay them on time. So understand when your due date is and maybe pay it a little bit early so there's no chance of you being late going forward. And then you know keep your balances low and your available credit very high. You want to leverage a, a small amount, you know, maybe... Maybe you get up to you know twenty thirty percent. That's fine. You know if you start getting over fifty percent, I think people are going to start looking at you a little bit more carefully, making sure that there's not something going on that you become a higher risk going forward. You need to open new accounts sparingly. I mean, you shouldn't take every store credit card that's out there. In fact, I went through a whole exercise where I got rid of all those. I'm down to about like three credit cards. 
One's for my business, one's my debit card, and then one is like when we travel and stuff and I don't want to use my debit card. So, I mean, you want to get down to the point and you want to, you want to get a relationship with these companies. Another thing that's going to happen is if you have a good relationship with them, when it comes to, you know, people stealing your credit card numbers, because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, you want to make sure you have history with that card so they're not looking at you, you know, and, and raising their eyes. You want to have a good established rapport with them so that if they have to replace your card, they're, they're not automatically suspecting you of foul play. And so that, that's important. So carefully choose when you open accounts and make sure that you're hanging on to them for a significant amount of time. And then carefully choose when you close accounts. So if you do get like maybe you got a loan for to pay for a bed or, you know, maybe you got some short, of, uh, you bought something and they gave you 0%, but you had to use their credit card. You know, make sure that you hang on to those for a, a decent amount of time and then make sure when you close them, you understand that it's going to impact your score going forward because that's going to be less credit that you're going to have going forward. That's how the rules work. And then make sure, please, please, please check your credit report regularly. Identity theft is a real thing uh, in the world today and people will open up credit cards in your name or open up accounts and you may never even know about it. So if you're not pulling your credit report you're not going to know if that's happening to you. You want to do that just as a good housekeeping. Make sure that the credit that you have out there is yours and that you're the only one leveraging it because if someone uses your name, it's going to be very difficult for you to clean it up. And I had an episode on that, so check that out as well. So in recap, credit score, it's a number assigned to a person that indicates to lenders the capacity to repay a loan. So trying to figure out how risky you are if they're going to lend you money. There's credit bureaus out there. That's Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. These financial institutions are going to reach out to them to see how your credit is going forward, and they're going to assign a score to you. So zero to 300, little, no credit. 300 to 579, you're going to have poor credit. You want to stay away from that. 580 to 669, it's fair, so you're getting in the mill. 670 to 739, good. You're going to get start getting some better rates. 740 to 799 is very good. And then anything over 800, you're definitely going to get their best rate, and you're going to be considered a low risk. So what affects your score? Payment history is 35%. Uh, amount you owe is 30%, length of credit history is 15%, credit mix is 10%, and new credit is 10%. That's that's from Experian, which is one of the three. And then best practices, make sure you pay on time. Keep balances low, owed up new accounts very sparingly, carefully choose when you close accounts, and then check your credit card report regularly. Hey, did I miss anything here? How is your credit report? Have you checked it lately? Have you have you taken a look and seen, make sure that the accounts open are yours? and not someone else's that open it up in your account, reach out to me. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley, on Twitter at Sean Townley, and my website, seantownley.com. Until next time.